Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. Don't turn your back. Don't look away and don't blink. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. I had to close my eyes while the theme music was playing because if I looked at you and you were dancing, I genuinely would have screamed at you. Why? Why are you this angry? <laughs> I'm stressed. Uh, welcome to the Docky Who Pod. My name's Nathan. That's Lawrence. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Your intro wrote itself this week. Was that a nice break for you? <clears throat> well, I wrote it. I decided to say... Well, I didn't write those words specifically, but I decided to say them, so it's as good as. Uh, yeah, it's true. You still have to think about having it handed to you. I yes, guess. exactly. Well, it worked very nicely. I'm a big fan of you incorporating the title in the sentence. Yes. I, that, was, that was, that was, to be honest, that was why I danced. I was so enthralled by that choice. Can you just stop dancing? <laughs> in general, Nathan? Just, not in general, just whenever we record a podcast. I don't <laughs> think did... there's any call for dancing whilst we're recording a podcast. If anything, it, it's probably the one time where dancing should not be permitted at all really i it's not it's not an environment that lends itself to dancing right i i can't help it if this show is home to two bangers it is home to two tunes that inspire my moves and i i want to get i want to get dancing when i hear them play all right first of all shout out to dr keys on youtube for providing (laughs) the theme music we didn't like get in touch with him. We just found them, and he has a disclaimer saying, "You can use this. Just give me credit." So we used it, yeah. and we gave him credit. Um, uh, Is that the first all, time we've verbally given him credit? No, no. I think we did it in probably the very first episode. Okay. All right. We're <laughs> clear then. We're fine. We do. We do run it in the description every single week in the in the podcast description, um, yeah. or we copy and paste it at least. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> what was your second up. point? My se- I don't know. Something against you. It was just shut up and stop dancing. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's <laughs> it's that like the theme song may be a banger, all right, but this is I don't even know what episode this is because we don't number them for some reason, which is quite confusing. Um, <laughs> but we've been doing it for a while now. We've been doing this for a number of weeks, pop, probably around about 40, 30, at least in the 30s, maybe. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure. We're I somewhere. Like I feel like it's more, isn't it? 13 and 13 is 26, plus two Christmas specials, that's 28. And this is episode... Hello, everyone. This is series three, episode 10 of Doctor Who. Um, this is, of course, called Blink. It was written by Stephen Moffat, directed by uh, Hattie McDonald. There we go. That's out of the way. Um, so this is. I can't begin fun. to tell you how pleasing of a segue that was. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going back to it. So it's 38 episodes. This is our 38th episode. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's yeah. that figured out. Um, after hearing the theme 38 times, Lawrence, <laughs> and more in yeah. edits and and whatever, yeah. you you would think that you know you're used to it or or whatever by now. I yeah that's fine but when you hear have you how many times in your life have you heard for example the cha cha slide the ymca the ketchup song right all of these bangers right every they time don't... i hear the cha cha slide i want to put seven bullets into my head okay <laughs> yeah okay. everyone's like oh let's go I'm like let's not all right let's sit down let's turn this song off yeah and stop okay right? <laughs> fair enough all right, <laughs> uh, fine. Well, look, you, one time you told me that you come across as the mayor from Footloose, and I think that shows. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, this Mate. is the first episode of Doctor Who uh, in 22 years that was directed by a woman. Oh, Jesus Christ. So. Didn't we have that recently with the writer as well? Yes. It was the, the first New Who writer. I think that was sometime earlier this season. But And what, like, also... I don't. I don't want this to come across as patronising at all. But what a way to show up for the women, right? <laughs> like, what? What a way to like. If this was the first female director on Doctor Who for a long time, what a fucking banger that is still being listed on like top ten videos and stuff of the show, despite the revival having like an insane amount of episodes out now alone, as well as the classic stuff. I'm just looking at my list now. Um, it's the only. Sh- I'm sorry. She's the only female director in series three. Um, the next one does not show up until uh, like halfway into series four. So, um, and 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 uh, and and I would say there's two episodes directed by uh, women in series four, which is technically true, but that it is the same woman. So it's it's still just one female director. Is it a two-part? Uh, it's as not well? a two-part. No, though. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, I can take some solace in that. I mean, it's still terrible. Those stats are, t- are still bad, <laughs> quite yeah. bad. And then the next one, like very much towards the end of series five. So, Jesus Christ, does yeah. it get better? Does it get better at all? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> how many? How when? When does it become a consistent thing? What season? Ah, oh, like series eleven or something. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man! Yeah. Oh, lord, lord. <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. Where are you at with Blink? It's all right. <laughs> Come on now. Where are you at with Blink? 
All right. Well, I wanted to, just before we go into the episode as a whole, I was going to take some time to sum up thoughts. Um, so indulge me, if you will. Well, I um, did just ask you that. But... <laughs> yeah, but I'm letting you know I'm, I might be here for a minute. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, right, Blink is like the, I think it was one of like the first memories I remember of like watching Doctor Who um, and it, and having that moment of like, terror right this blink is genuinely like a formative episode for me in terms of like just the the genre of horror in general right i don't like horror movies i'm very bad at them I, yeah i what well, no but that's fine i scare easy right and sometimes it doesn't even have to be particularly scary but anything just more creepy than normal right i this episode i blame because I, it scarred me as a child. I was staying at my auntie's and I stayed up all night and I was quite upset. And I think I, was, I had to be collected early in the morning just because I was not having a good time whatsoever. Um, so I have, as a child, a horrible relationship with this episode. As an adult, it's, it's a clear banger. It's, it's easy top 10 contender so far of, of the entire show. Easily. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I've got a whole bunch of other reasons why I love it. But where are you at with it? Like, where where does it land for you? It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, are you, are you have you got hot takes on Blink? Not really. I just did this oh. revisit hurt it for you? Yeah, a little. Oh, okay. it's, it's just um, I was I was excited to watch a very spooky episode, and I got quite excited for a very spooky time. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it just before we recorded. It was very dark. I, I purposely turned off all the lights. I didn't have any of these lights that I've got on here now. I had my headphones on, um, and I watched it here, all in the dark and stuff, and I was I was really excited for a, a fun, spooky time. I like a fun, spooky horror movie and yeah. stuff. Um, and look, when I was a kid, I would have been, <laughs> what, 12, 13 years old when this came out, and I specifically remember... The first time I watched this, and I do remember being very scared by it when I was younger, because I I, I was I was out playing as a, uh, I was out playing the night that this episode aired, so I missed the actual airing of the episode, and I wasn't home until like I don't know like nine ten or something like that. Um, and then I got home, so I had to watch it on. I don't think I play it was out then, but it was whatever the the Virgin Media like catch up service was or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I had to watch it on that. And, like, my mum had gone to bed. It was just me downstairs. The lights were off. It was very... Not not very late, but late-ish for a child, anyway. Yeah. Um, and and I was fucking terrified. I was like, this isn't <laughs> Doctor Who. What the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this horror fest? Um, and it was a very spooky time. I'm now a 29-year-old man, okay? Yes. Um, and so watching this today... I was like, yeah, it's pretty scary, I guess. <laughs> I was like, you know, you know that episode of The Simpsons where they go to Australia and then Homer gets very excited towards like the world's largest beer, and then he puts the giant fucking beer can down in front of him, and he's like, yeah, it's pretty big, I guess. It's just like, I don't know. It just, it just felt a little. Yeah. Had had you not rewatched it for a while? The last time I rewatched this would have been, I don't know, a few years ago, roughly. Yeah. Not quite sure, but not too long ago. Fair. Yeah, no, I, I do know what you mean. Because I, like, 
as an adult now, I, I did have the reaction of like, oh, I don't know why I was that scared of it. Like, it's, it's fine. I do think there's like, I think that, that maybe that maybe a bit of like the the shine has come off of it a little bit in the sense that there's like normally or at the start there's it's creepy and then towards the end it falls into like pure horror but yes. the pure horror they don't quite nail as much as they do the creepy setup of it yes which i think is 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 um is is maybe i mean maybe a problem i still think it's like narratively it's really well crafted i just i i love it for a lot more reasons than just scary weeping angels so i i didn't I wasn't as like underwhelmed as, as you were, apparently. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I do think it's um, good that like I, I I don't know if we've had many of these episodes. I'm wondering if you can jog my memory on any of them. Uh, the time travel show finally played with time travel in a narrative centric way. Well, this is what I was going to say. So, um, I I would have mentioned at some point on the show. I can't remember specifically when, but I've definitely mentioned it. Um, this is Stephen Moffat's strength. This he yeah. he puts the time in the time travel. Like he he understands Doctor Who is a show about time travel, and he uses that to his advantage. He actually writes about time travel, and it's woven throughout his stories in a way that really like elevates the script to make use of it. Um, so yeah, he's pretty much in his element here. Yeah, it it does it does come across like really interestingly as well. Like it's with it being like a doctor light episode the um I've, I've seen a lot of people say about this that it is like it's it can be i think i saw a tweet yesterday even that said like it's it's entirely standalone like you you can get away with watching this having never seen an episode of doctor who and then never watching doctor who again and as long as you can buy that this man in a suit is a time traveler then it completely works like on every level um I don't know. I, I I really really like it. I think it's like. It's I mean, yeah, I guess, but I don't care about that. <laughs> no, no, not. But like, it is. What I'm saying is, it's a good one-off. It's a good. It's a. I do think it. Um, maybe this is Stephen Moffat because he does bring a more adult vibe to the show, which yeah. at this point is quite a cheesy show. Um, but it does feel like a nice break in 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 the format, which is normally just, you know, Martha. At this point, Martha and the Doctor do something. It can be a little bit cheesy, a little bit silly, a bit goofy. Um, and now it feels like you're like, Sally's like crying at, well, not crying, but like she's she's crying at like bedsides of like people she never got the chance to know. It does feel like a, a step up, like an elevated, more step into an adult theme, if that makes sense. This is, you mentioned it briefly there, but this is the first Dr. Light episode that yeah. we've, we've come across. Uh, an interesting format. What do you think about these Doctor Light episodes? These kind of like bottle, not really a bottle episode, but it is a kind of like, let's save on the budget a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely an excuse for Tennant to rest his legs a bit. Yeah. Uh, but Which he also... has still got. Yeah, wee, very nice. Good incorporation. Thank you. Um, I, so, yeah, I like them. I think they're often like, they're a nice chance to like, often the side characters in Doctor Who in terms of like, especially single episodes like a lot of the time in like two-parters their the characters are fleshed out quite nicely but a lot of the time the one episode has got to talk about the doctor talk about martha talk about the concept the setting and the location and everything else that sometimes the side characters are like relegated to not as important yeah um and what i like about a doctor light episode is that it it 
you have you're following someone, right? You can, the protagonist switches. You, you you for this entire episode, we're following Sally Sparrow, yeah. um, played by Kerry Mulligan, and it's and it's you have to just get on board with it, and and you grow to really really like this character, and then always if it, it's nice as well if it's like a rather than a two par if it's just the standalone episode on its own, then it leaves you wanting more of them, which is you know there's just a nice entry into the new the Doctor Who canon. There's another character that we can love. And we understand more on like a narrative level, if that makes sense. Love is a bit strong. I I like Sally Sparrow. Sally Sparrow is lovely and endearing. I find her very nice. She's all right. I, I Larry. I'll take your point. Right. I'm not a big Larry fan. Lawrence. No, he's Larry. Everyone calls him Larry. He's called Lawrence. I don't. He, yeah, but people call him Larry. His Who sister's calls called him Larry? Larry. His sister. I only picked up that his name was Lawrence. And I was going to bring it up, like, hey, it's you. Hey, it's this film nerd. Oh, come on now. And he's called Lawrence. <laughs> and I work in a VHS store or something. Yeah, this big, greasy film nerd. Oh, come on. No, I've got words to say about Lawrence. We can get <clears> to him. Um, you don't love Sally Sparrow? No, I don't. <laughs> you don't? Why? What, what, no, what? I don't love this character who appeared once and never again. I mean... a, that's, but that's like... You know, film characters a lot of the time appear once and then never again. You yeah, in still... a two-hour movie. I, I do. I see what you're saying, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like you're being down on this episode. I think Sally Sparrow is a wonderful protagonist. I think wonderful is very strong. Like, we just had one episode. Like, let's all calm down, all right? <laughs> I, I, but she, yeah. One episode, but like, it's a good episode. And Tallulah, oh, Tallulah had two episodes. Whatever. Tallulah but like, had two. <laughs> And Tallulah was different. Tallulah had much more of a personality. Oh, no, you're, you're nuts. I, I agree that she was a lot louder and a lot more, had more to say. But, like, yeah. Sally's, Sally's an interesting character to follow. I like her. I like the range of emotion she's able to play quite quickly. I like that she's she doesn't, there's, there's a moment. There's nothing wrong with her. I'm not saying <laughs> she's a bad character. I'm just not, like... Oh my god, I love you. Come be the new companion. Join it. Let's go. I want you in my life at all times. I'm like, let's all calm down. Let's just have a normal reaction to this person we've met once, all right? I <laughs> Look, it's hard to disagree with your point cuz you're not <laughs> you, you are saying things that make sense, but yeah. I like her as a character. She's, all right. she's cool. That's fine. I, I I like it too. I don't dislike her. She's fine. <laughs> but like let's calm down here, okay? <laughs> All right, I've I've calmed down. Uh, would you okay. like to? Would you want to do a little walk by, or do you have you just got kind of overall points about the episode that you want to talk about? I have no points. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. No, I have, I have some points. Well, you know, I don't make notes. You know this. I know. We well, have I, an I, I, agreement that I wouldn't make any notes because I don't like making notes, and you would make all the notes, and then we'd go off your notes. Okay, well, we can go off my notes, right? So, uh, the Doctor is leaving messages from nineteen forty-five. Um, Sixty-nine. Is it 69? Yeah. Oh, I must have misread it. I thought it was 45. It's 69. I, I they believe make a, you. They make a very big point of it. All right, but then I misread it. That's fine. <laughs> I, I misread it on the wall. No, but they, they bring it up, like, constantly throughout the episode. Do they? The, yeah. 
Because then when Billy goes back, he's like, hey, you're in 1969. We did the moon landing. Oh, yeah, the moon landing's great. We did it four times. You know the moon landing? That happened in 1969. All right. I've just, I just was like, oh, the moon landing from the past. I wasn't like, hang on a minute. The oh, dates. the moon landing from the fucking 18s, <laughs> fucking 70s, was it? Get off my fucking <laughs> dick today. All right? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it was, he's right. He's from the past, right? These are my notes. That's how I wrote it down. <laughs> you want them? Well, you wrote it down wrong. So, I admitted so that. Far, I said I misread it. So far, your notes are not doing a good job. Fine. Uh, right, but Sally Sally is investigating a little house, a rundown. It's quite overgrown. a big house, actually. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nathan, what have you got to say about it? All right, here's my first note. Angels are iconic. They are iconic. Yeah, so fuck I, I guess we're not going <laughs> bit by bit now. I asked you if you wanted to do this a minute ago. <laughs> no, go on. No, 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 it's I actually do want to talk about the angels. Um, Great. So <laughs> now I'm confused. Should we do a walk by? A well, walk I just gave you the option. All right, we're talking about the, we're talking about the angels, right? If, if we have time later, we'll do a little play by play. Um, what do you mean if we have time later? Well, we're already a bit in. We're already quite far in. All right, whatever. <laughs> right. I very much, very much so enjoy the angels. I think they're a great design. Um I love the idea of like the. It, well, I love and I love and I hate it because I hate it because it fucking played with my childhood for too long and 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 traumatized me as a child. But I love the idea that these are just things that are just in the background in a lot of places in a lot of cities, especially in the UK. Um, and it, they're just it it fucks with you. It toys with your mind because you're told you can never look away from this thing that you've seen from you know from the time you could recognize what a statue is you know that they're stoic and they don't move that's like their whole thing and then all of a sudden everything you know is thrown out the window in a in a child's tv show that traumatizes you i think they're really good doctor who is and particularly stephen moffat is very good at taking very ordinary normal everyday things and making mm. them scary making them something to fear yeah. Um, that that comes up in Stephen Moffat's stories quite a lot, um, and it's something he does very well. Um, it's yeah, it it works very well. the The whole like ending of the episode, like you know, we're we're feeling relieved, it's safe, the danger's over and stuff. It's all happy days, and then we just get that montage of the end <laughs> of just countless everyday ordinary statues all across the country, and it's like, oh shit, that's pretty spooky. Like, what what fucked me up about that was it was like I, it got towards the end and I was like oh it's quite an uplifting ending I, I don't I didn't remember it being this uplifting right and then all of a sudden it like I hate the way they repurpose the doctors don't look away you know don't close your eyes don't blink that kind of thing I hate the way they repurpose that and just recontextualize it as if he's speaking directly to us right and it, and that montage it's never ending it's like every type of statue you've ever seen. It's like, yeah, that one's an angel as well. Yeah, so's this one. So's this one. Ah, oh, that's. I think that's my beef. Because I was like, uh, yesterday, I was. I was feeling quite like, oh, oh yeah, it ended quite happily. Why was I so scared of this when I was a child? Oh, that's why. I immediately remember why now. It was pretty spooky. Yeah, it fucked me up. It fucked me up quite a lot. Um, yeah, many uh many a double check of uh, rooftops was I doing. Um, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> um, I think there's like little moments where like we, we spoke about the creep factor. 
and how like i think this episode is at its best when it's creepy rather than trying to do an all-out horror um like the the weaker moments are when you see the angels and like they're flicking around with the lights and they're you see their big scary face i think it's scarier when it's more subtle like there's a great shot of of sally like bending down and the angel has its face in one way and then when she moves again she moves like she she just conceals the angel's face and then she walks out of frame and the angel is moved to a different thing a different position that shit's the stuff that really creeped me out i like it when they throw a big fucking rocker (laughs) (laughs) it seems like a break in character it does does. (laughs) if you're a creature that's built on you know disguise and the moment someone looks at you you just have to freeze up why would you just throw a fucking rock at someone (laughs) it's also like not like that's not how you're you don't hunt like that or whatever it's like what good is that gonna do you (laughs) Do you reckon the rest of the angels are like looking at that one that threw the rock and they're like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we got a thing going on here. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I got no, excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was just, I saw the TARDIS key. I got well into it. <laughs> First day on the angel job. Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot that the, they throw the rock. Oh, dear Lord. Um all right, yes, you get the, the the entire sequence where like Sally is exploring the house and she's got her friend with her. I think it's Kathy. Is her name Kathy? Kathy or Catherine? Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catherine when she's older. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Um, Kathy when she's fun and young and cool. Yeah. Um, that whole sequence of like a man knocks at the door, um, and we later find out that that's actually like Kathy's grandson, yeah. who was told to like get here at a certain time to deliver that, and like as he's delivering it. Kathy is being sent back in time. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, this is what I'm talking about, like, playing with the time travel as part of the narrative. Because Sally is rightfully so. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? Like, is this a prank? What is this? And it, it, it fully unsettles you. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's all that. It's... Back to the Future 2 did it better. <laughs> Oh, the movie with more time and more budget. <laughs> it probably did. No, yeah. just like this specific, like sequence sort of thing. Mm. Like getting the the letter, like as someone like literally just disappears. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's not an original concept, is it? But no, not really. Like it's been I, done before. But I do think it works though in the context of this. <clears throat> do you not think it, it works? Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't work. You're really down on Blink. I'm not down on Blink. I'm just not as gun ho as I thought I would be. I'm a little... <laughs> yeah, I guess I am a little... Maybe I belly it up too much for myself. Yeah, that's I don't fair. know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of, like... I don't know why I'm picturing you last night with just, like, some popcorn and everything. Like, you would really settled yourself in for a night. I watched it, like, an hour ago. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Not last night. Um... <laughs> I I put this it's like a it's kind of like a time capsule having a having a man in 2007 explain easter eggs to me feels like a weird thing. I think this was the first time I ever learned about easter eggs. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Actually, it probably was the first time I'd heard about it as well. I, almost certainly cuz you'd have been like fucking 6 when you watched this or something. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if I'd be 6. How old was I in 2007? <laughs> Pretty young. You'd be like uh, 10. I was 10. Yeah, I was 10. Well, there you are. 
I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, it's not like I was fucking 12 years off, was I? <laughs> no, it's true, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you make of like, because the Doctor is included in this episode. What do you think of his inclusion and how that all plays out? The video is very cool. Yeah. The, the conversation is quite creepy and spooky and stuff. It's like, it's, it's fun that we just get little glimpses of him throughout the episode. I'm not quite sure what's going on and how it's playing out um yeah the 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 whole like conversation sequence is probably the best part of his inclusion and and maybe the episode maybe i think it, it's weaved in and out really well like it's uh, uh, i like how it's it never really changes you see more of it yeah as it goes on uh, but the context is always there from the doctor's side it's just that sally hasn't quite narratively got where she needs to be to ask the right questions for it to make sense yeah Yeah. i think it like as a as kind of like a not not necessarily like a writing narrative puzzle but like it's definitely a slow burn reveal that's when it clicks you go ah this is really well handled i think it's quite well done in the fact that it has to have multiple points of access as well yeah because there's you know there's the moment in like the dvd shop where she has a brief interaction and that makes sense but then she has to have a different interaction at a later point but it's the Mm. same interaction from the doctor's point of view but a different interaction from her point of view and both make sense somehow (laughs) both make sense in the context of the script so like when it's it still works somehow when it came around the second time, that was like a, a big little excited moment for me. I was like, oh my God, it's the same tape. It's like, it's still going on. Um, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy that. I like the, um, I like big, are we calling him Larry or Lawrence? I'm going to call him Lawrence in my heart of hearts. Okay. Okay. I'll call him Lawrence to, to me. I'll please, I'll please you by calling him Lawrence. Um, I like that, that there, were, there was a part of me that when he was like, oh yeah, the guys are trying to figure out who this is on the tape. I was like, could this could this be Clive? Until I remembered no, he's two dead. years ago. Yeah, I know. I remembered. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I might be it might be like Clive. Clive might be one of the guys. I was gonna headcanon it. And then I remembered that he did get shot in the face two years prior to this happening. He might have been at one point. But Clive may in two thousand five, he might have been all over this. Okay? That I mean that's true. The tapes had been around for a bit. Yeah, the DVDs. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a new, it's the new age, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to? Um, mm. So obviously, like they, that's all going on. We're a bit we're a bit jumbled. We're a bit all over the place. Um, can we talk about Detective Billy, please? We can. Here's a fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. He originally, well, he he filmed the scene using a London accent, and then they cast an older Billy who had like a a, a different accent. So young Billy had to redub his voice lines. Okay. Wait, redub? Or just dub them? Oh my god! Yeah. So everything you hear of Billy is ADR, and you can tell. I didn't pick up on it. I mean, uh, it was, well, like I was one a.m. I was wearing headphones, so. Ah, uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. Was it? Was it like a good sync up? Did it? Did it? It, it looked fine, but it was just very clearly ADR. Same with uh, Sally. Sally was ADR as well. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, that's dedication. Normally, they just breeze over something like that—a little accent swap. Because, like, you know, it's a pretty big got... thing to breeze over. But yeah, but you got zapped back in time. You might have been like, oh, oh, yeah, when he's a... just got suddenly gone from a Lon- a guy with a London accent to like a, a I don't know, a thick Jamaican accent or whatever. No, but all right, but there's like that—that's a have... pretty strange 
thing to occur. I just he moved to Jamaica for forty yeah, but... years, did he, and then moved back to London. That does happen. That does people can do that. But it's very specific. <laughs> I feel like it would have been. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it was distracting of an ADR. But thing. also, he moved to Jamaica, lost his London accent, got a Jamaican yeah. accent, and then moved back to London. That's fine. I... That could happen. 40 years. That could easily happen. And also, 40 years is probably an understatement as well. It's probably more I than I think that. it can, really. If he was a kid, yes. But adults as, lose a, their as an adult, all the time. you don't... Not, not fully. Hmm. I guess there'll be a little twang to it, but not not like fully. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel it feels like the kind of thing they'd normally just breeze through. Be like, oh, whatever. I don't think it does. I feel I like it's so. too big of a point to ignore. Like that's mm. if you ignore that, that's like, come on, that's just <laughs> sloppy, really. Why like, did they? Why well did they just... choose to cast a different accented guy? Well, they, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I speak for them. I mistakes. regret giving you this fun fact now, because you've just been poking <laughs> holes in it from the start. Oh, my God. I thought you'd go, oh, that's fun, cool, and then we'd move on. But <laughs> no, it's all here. Let me poke holes in it. I wanted to, I wanted to inquire further. I wanted to find out more. Well, fucking read it yourself, then. Here's Other than... something on Billy. He older Billy says, "I would have let you up, but I lost all my hair. What hair? You didn't have any hair. <laughs> older true. Billy has more hair than younger Billy had. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> you have I mean... no hair. Well, you had none. Now you have a little. Yeah, I hadn't considered that he actually does have more hair when he's older. <laughs> I do like his riz. I do like Billy's riz. I like his uh, life is short and you are hot. It's a good line. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. not, but like it clearly it worked <laughs> clearly for him. Yeah, they're pretty cute for like the two minutes they have together. Yeah, it, it, there's, it's very much a what could have been, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. I like the. Um, yeah, I think I think it's sweet. I also just like how it's it, by the, the way that she even gets to like the police is by like the, the writers don't ignore the obvious, like just call the police and see what they say. Um, in this, mm. Sally does call the police, and the police are obviously predictably fucking just useless about it, except yes. for Billy. Um, yes. So for all the for all the things that you're saying, like this this didn't necessarily land with you the same way it maybe like struck you as when you were younger or a couple of years ago or whatever. Yes. Um, was this, was, was the hospital scene with Sally and Billy enough to, to, to be a tearjerker for you? Or at no. least get you no, feeling? No, I did not cry once during this episode. No. Oh man. What like that? It, it being like, Oh, it was raining when we met that it's the same <clears throat> rain. That's, that's fucking so sad. Yeah. It's look, it's a cute line, but I'm not out here bawling. I don't know these people. This episode have... has, has personally upset you or something. I don't you... have enough of a connection to them to, to be forming this attachment. I, I cry quite easily at stuff, to be honest. A lot more easily than I used to. Um, mm. But nothing about this episode made me cry. At all. What about the shot of like 
the rain casting the shadow on the wall and then like it cuts to the wide shot and the hospital bed has been like changed and the sheets have been taken off so like Billy's obviously dead I'm like oh that's kind of sad but I'm not crying. I'm not crying, but like it, it moves you. It, it's yeah, a nice, it's, it's a little moving, I guess. It's a sad moment. It's a very sad moment. It's a little sad, and I, I like that it. I've 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 seen much sadder moments. Okay, yes, okay. so have I. But I'm saying <laughs> for the merits of which we can base it in this I just, show. I think that my whole reaction to this episode is just everyone needs to calm down. Okay, <laughs> like, it, it is. It is. But I I think. Much like I was being with 42, and upon reflection, I think you were right. I was yes, being I was overly... Right. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to spin it right back on you. You're being overly nitpicky because it wasn't I'm... as good as you remember it. No. First, I'm not being nitpicky. I'm, right, just no. not, I'm just not being mawkish and fucking proclaiming my love and undying fucking yearning for this episode or whatever. But did did you enjoy this episode? Yes. So I had talk a about good, talk I about had a the good, good things it. about it rather than all the stuff that like oh that wasn't as good. I've seen that done better. <laughs> You're asking me my thoughts and I'm just telling you them. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying I didn't cry. It's all right. You don't have to cry, but it, it's it's sad. It's it's as sad it's as Doctor Who has been at times. Nah, it's not. Doctor Who has been much sadder than these two people I don't know who didn't have a relationship. I no, it's not. It's not sad because like they didn't have a relationship. I don't think it's that. I think it's more just like it's a it's a heartbreaking thing to imagine that like. Not what could have been, but more just like the entire, your entire life as you knew it, gone. Like any chance of anything, not just the relationship. Any chance of anything that you recognize. But he had a nice life. He did, he did. He had a, he had a wife. He, yeah. he seemed to enjoy himself. So it's not like, oh, he, he had nothing or anything. No, he was fine. Actually, all right, fine, yeah, technically. <laughs> but like, it's it's probably quite fucking traumatic to do that and go through that. Yeah, but he seems all right. <laughs> I would. That's that's. To be fair, that is a point in the episode. Everyone seems like mostly at peace. It would have been cool to see one person be like, "They fucking ruined my life." Like, yeah. I'm not built for the 1920s. Right? I didn't have a phone. I was well confused. I, I would have liked to have seen that. That 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 was something I do think was maybe missing. Why did Kathy tell him she was 18? Yeah, I don't know. It seems weird. I think it was more like a, it's like a late 2000s joke of like, oh, you're you know, old. Oh, she's 25. What a yeah. fucking monster. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's oh, like, no. you know, you know, the horrible thought of fucking like, throw her in the bin, boys. <laughs> she's 25. God, you know, like that, that's the that's the X Factor category influence. It is. It's 25 and over. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, weird because when I was a kid, I was like, "God, that's so old." Now I'm like, "Are you <laughs> fucking kidding?" Twenty five is a baby, okay. Twenty five is a child, okay. They didn't. They didn't help it as well because, like, the, the, when when in X Factor, they dressed all like the under twenty five, so they were super young. And then, like, even if there was a guy that had just turned twenty five, he was put in like a polo shirt and boot cut jeans. It's like they just did them so dirty for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh dear, yeah, that sucks. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's just a product of that. It is purely a product of, <clears throat> wow, 25 is super old. Yeah. Um, Which makes me feel great about myself. <laughs> it's cool <laughs> to be old now. It's cool to be, a, to be like... A, a, like. Tell that oh. to my knees when I try to get off the couch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not saying it feels good. I'm just saying <laughs> like it's it's at least a bit more acceptable. 
<laughs> to like act one's age. It takes me a whole twenty seconds to get up. He's doing this one. Just the slow, the slow burn from the knees. Twenty seconds and a few failed attempts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. What did you make of um, like so? Obviously, we t- we touch in with the Doctor and Martha. Um, further, I mean, last week we talked at length about how the Doctor is a prick, and yes, and really needs to start considering Martha and her role in these adventures more. Um, and he's obviously still on his prick path because he's basically been like, Martha, we're stuck here. You need to go out and get a job. <laughs> oh, yeah. She does say she's got to support him at one point, doesn't she? That's... What's wrong with your legs? <laughs> <laughs> he very quickly settles into the 1960s, actually, doesn't he? <laughs> like... <laughs> he's, just, I like that he's, he's a stay-at-home dad, but he has no kids. It's just purely Martha needs to go and get a job. What? Yeah, <laughs> that is... That is quite strange, I guess. Also, well, all right, I don't know this. I don't, I'm not. Maybe this is going to make me sound dumb. Were there like any kind of like ATMs or like automatic cash producing machines in in like '65 or whenever this is set? I wouldn't have thought so. No. Okay, so I'm thinking no. we've, we have seen him Sonic an ATM and get yeah. a load of cheddar in 2006 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is they're like <laughs> an equivalent, like any kind of bank teller or maybe a vault that you can open with someone's I mean, money. Yeah, in you it. probably could go to a but also ethically, like Oh yeah, but the bank's money's insured. I mean, that's the same thing as an ATM spraying cash yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was more a quick fix, get away from these killer sanitas sort of thing. It wasn't just a I'm taking all this money. I think I think Martha's called in a favour, like, by now. I think she could have exercised her right to demand that something else was arranged for this. I don't think there... I don't know this for a fact. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. But I don't think there was cash machines in the 60s. You're, that, you're feels like right. a, that feels like an 80s, 90s sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it probably is. Um, yeah. I, I still think there's a way that he could have procured some cash if he needed to. With everything at his disposal. He's got a psychic paper. Hello, I'm here to inspect your bank vaults. Done. <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> and then he just walks out with just like 20 quid notes just popping out of his pockets. Uh, he's be- All right, no, he brings a sack. He's like, I'm, I'm here to... Uh, he uses psychic paper to take on someone's identity. Hello, the- I'm this man. Can I withdraw a lot of money? Oh, but then that's a burn on that guy, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, and then he just stole the money from them. <laughs> Hello, I'm... <laughs> I mean, oh. someone really bad, but the only bad person I could think of is Hitler. <laughs> and I'm like, why does Hitler in the 60s have a bank account <laughs> at this British bank? <laughs> but whatever. Hello, I, I, I'm Mr. Hit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Claire, I'd like to make a withdrawal. Okay, Mr. Hitler, I just like your first name. I don't know. That's a joke from The Simpsons. Very good. No, I, I, I've solved it, right? He can go into a bank, take someone's money. When he gets his TARDIS back, go back in time to before he took the money and put it back. He can't go back in his own timeline. Oh, fuck. Whatever. He can do something. <laughs> he, he, he can fit right. But what I'm saying is there's another scenario. I don't know what it is, but it's not my job to figure it out, frankly. Okay. But he could have... He could have... He didn't need to do Martha Dirty. If it's not your again. job to figure it out, then why are you trying to figure it out? Because I You're think the Martha one who deserves better. This. Yeah, but Martha deserves better than this. I agree. I think... Oh, yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't have opened the rabbit hole. I understand that. No. But I'm just no saying... I talk bit for 10 minutes for no reason. Bloody hell. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm trying to like we're all over the shop. I can't. I'm trying to think of like stuff we haven't spoken about. Um, well, you said earlier that you hate Lawrence. Yes. Why? I will tell you in a segment in a bit. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> That's why I was trying to be as coy as I could be. <laughs> all right. But when you outright question me like this, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, the all right. Do you want to talk about the? The ending whole sequence of like you know that they what the one year later sequence. Uh no, no well I, I guess that is the ending. I meant kind of a bit before that, like the in the house. Yeah, the climax of it all, the the yeah. real nail biting, don't blink se- uh, sequence. Yeah, um, yeah, it's um probably kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's just a little bit. Ooh, you know, it's not as good as I remember it being, or as scary as I remember it being. Yeah, there, there's a few, there's there's a few jump scares here and there, like the moment when they, like, they're they watch like the doctor's video stops and they're both like playing with a fucking laptop or DVD player or whatever it is, and then they're like, we're not watching the angel. Then they look up, and it's just and it's just there, like fucking there, like that's, that was pretty spooky. That, that that made me jump a little bit. Yeah, um, and there's a few like jump scare moments and stuff but yeah it's it's never like terrifying yeah i I think i just remember it like i think what i was scared of and like looking back on it like i was scared of the concept more it was the it was the ending montage of all of the the real life kind of gargoyles and statues and stuff that put fear into me yeah and that is pretty spooky yeah oh yeah because they end it kind of open-ended like you could. This could happen to you. It's like, oh shit, could it? Fuck, <laughs> I didn't and know it that. Will. Yeah, <laughs> and it will. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I remember it being scarier than it was, but it's. Um, I still think it's like appropriately tense, and like the moments where it like is kind of slow zooming in on Lawrence's eye, and it's like twitching. Like that's all yeah. great. I think I I really really like that kind of stuff. Oh, they do do a few very slow zooming on people's eyes when they blink mm. during the episode, which is a little bit. It's unnerving. Oh, no. It's just something a bit different. Yeah. 
I guess it gets flair. the point across of the the blinking thing, but like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I all right, I like the the concept of the um, I, I I it is a little bit like well that's convenient, but like I also think it works in terms of the angels <laughs> the the quantum lock situation like they're physically not living creatures when they're being observed. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool. That's a- uh, the angels themselves. They're just like. They they instantly became an iconic Doctor Who monster because yeah. of this episode, and like w- whenever they show up, it's immediately so exciting and so interesting to see how it's going to play out and stuff. And yeah, yeah, like they this is their first appearance. They've been around for less than twenty years, and I would say they're arguably as like at this point as well known as like the Daleks and Cybermen. Really, I'd say they're mm. up there. Really, yeah, I think so, especially amongst like <laughs> newer fans and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, for for the new kind of era of Doctor Who, they're definitely someone would go to them. I would even say probably over the Cybermen a lot of the time, like younger fans. Ooh. Those are fighting words for me. <laughs> I know you like the Cybermen. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, right. The so the yeah the the quantum lock. Uh, the Doctor kind of tricks them so they get into the TARDIS. Uh, Sally yeah. and Lawrence. They get into the TARDIS. The Doctor has given them a glowing DVD. Yes, um, which I, I thought was quite funny, a bit silly, but also a bit funny. Um, and the TARDIS mm-hmm. starts like dematerializing out of the place, and when it starts leaving them behind, for a se- I was like, I like because when they got into TARDIS, I was like, oh, it's safe, we're saved. Mm. And then TARDIS started going off without them, and you, I think even Sally is like, what the, what is going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> take us with you, please. Um. But I like the little gambit. It's just a little silly little trick yeah, to, get the, yeah. to get them all looking at each other. It works. Like it's it's good enough, I guess. It it resolves the 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 threat. Yeah, I guess until so. one car park attendant moves. Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> until like someone until like the house gets bulldozed or whatever, yeah. and then like someone <laughs> finds these angels. Like, what's going on here? This is weird. <laughs> and then just like moves them, and then like, oh shit. <laughs> There's some modern art. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, they're all over the place. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think four more is going to be a massive issue in the grand <laughs> scheme of things because, like, all of New York is infected at one point. So, like. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... do, they, do they get done justice? I can't. Re- I haven't seen a lot of the other. I know the season five storyline, but after they that. They do. do. Yeah, yeah. There's some, some really good and really interesting angel stories to come. Mm. Yeah. I do see why they keep coming back. Like you say, that kind of instant iconography that they have yeah. um, is very, very cool. All right, do you want to talk about the one year later then? It's one year later. <laughs> they own a little shop. Yes. And then the doctor shows up in a cab. Yeah. And he's got to kill a lizard or something with a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know quite what they're off to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. Martha seems to be in a rush. She's well up for it and like she's carrying like some sort of crossbow thing as well <laughs> no she's got the arrows and the doctor's got the bow i see okay yeah she's Martha. got a little quiver with her arrows in very good is she I, I i like these moments i like this happens in, in smith and jones as well to a to a lesser extent but like moments where stuff hasn't caught up with the doctor like the tie thing in smith and jones and then this oh okay um, yeah where like someone comes up to him and is like, "Hey," and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> yeah, um, I do like that. Again, um, 
obviously no surprises from from where you're sitting, but like Stephen Moffat and his playing with time and just finding a way. Like that that conversation is more interesting because he has no idea what's going on, but just is like, oh, I obviously trust you. So cool. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. Goes. Yeah, it makes sense. I wonder where he put that file though, because like she gave him like a poly pocket like sort of thing with like all the information he needs, and then at one point his. He's in 1969 without a TARDIS, so assumingly he would have had the file on him. So oh, like, he, he probably had a big pocket. He's always got. Like, he does have big pockets. Stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and speaking of, I do like the moment um, when Billy gets sent back to 1969 and he shows up and he's he's got another one of his little inventions that he's just like <laughs> hobbled together and he's just like <laughs> it goes ding when there's stuff and all this sort of stuff, which is just classic turn. I love all that stuff. I like that it also plays like no role. It's yeah, just like just it's does. like it's something he's just like you say hobbled together because he's just trying to be useful in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and I, it yeah. explodes chickens as well. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. so it goes. I like. I, yeah, I love that. That's such a stupid <laughs> fucking line. It goes ding when there's stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it explains it in the mm. way that it just doesn't need to be explained. It's just something ten has made. Yeah, and it's, he's always uh, making little things. He is. He loves it. He's a little inventor. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, the it's a year later. Larry wants to progress his relationship Lawrence. with Sally. Lawrence. Yeah. His name is Lawrence. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a year later, <laughs> Lawrence wants to progress his relationship uh, with Sally, but yeah. Sally is still stuck. Like she's she's still <laughs> thinking about the past because obviously she hasn't realised that she has to give the doctor the file yet, which she does. Did she ever tell him about her sister? Uh, yeah, I, it's unclear. <laughs> Never gets brought up. I feel like, uh, like I don't think it's ever implied, but like from a like a common decency perspective, like once he's clued in on everything, he's like, you can probably yeah. handle this now. Yeah, yeah I, I guess you'd have told him at some point during the year, but like, so I was in the cemetery the other day, and I saw this <laughs> fucking crazy coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, like, I, was, I was just having a look through some stuff that we've got, and apparently you've got this letter from my sister from like. I don't know, 40 years ago or some shit. That's pretty big to say. Like, oh, by the way, your sister's dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> I was like, you'll never see her again. And she lived a full yeah. life without you. Yeah. And you are, you have all these nephews and nieces who are all older than you and also dead. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's no good. Um, yeah. I feel like she must've told him she must've done. I reckon she would have. Um, but yeah. Um, and yeah, and then you get it ends with the montage. The tenant speaks to us, telling us not to blink. Yeah. Repurposed the thing that he says in the episode. It's it's right. It's a it's a great ending. I see why they did it. Yeah, but they effectively ruined horror for me for a long time <laughs> as a child. It took me a lot. Really? To... Yeah, man, it's fucking scary. This was scary. The, I watched this and I was not prepared for that ending. This ruined all horror for you. No, not right. Not ruined it, but it, it gave me a fear. After this, I remember so clearly being as scared as I was after this episode that since I have just approached anything that has a label of horror with an element of caution and less enjoyability than other people do have. You're a little afraid of cat. I, I am. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine to admit it. Right? <laughs> You're a little spooky afraid of cat. Oh, that's it's, okay. a, it's a little scary thing that happens. <laughs> um, right. Do you have any other notes? Yes, I have some little things. Um, okay. I think it's just one little thing. Okay. Oh, no, two little things. Um, first one, 
Sparrow and Nightingale. Bit ITV. Sick burn. Love it. Great. Okay. Yeah. Bit of fun. Poke a little bit of fun at the rival network. Um, Sad is happy for deep people. Go the fuck away. <laughs> get, get out of Isla. Maybe that's why I don't like Sally that much. Because, like, if anyone said that to me, if anyone in my life said that to me, I'd be like, leave. No. Straight away. It's Yeah, it's a little bit... Um, that's the most quote. pretentious bullshit I've ever heard. Look, it's Tumblr <laughs> quote. It's 2007. It's a Tumblr quote before Tumblr was a thing. Yeah, but... That, but they they loved it. They would have loved that. Big time. No, they wouldn't. I think so. I think Tumblr's rife for it. Um, I don't think you know what Tumblr is. I, I knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now. <laughs> I haven't touched in in a while. <laughs> anyway, once again, bigger poll. But I might have cut that. So. <laughs> Just for it's, safety. Maybe yeah, that means nothing to anyone. Yeah, bigger poll. Um, all right. Do, you want, do we do tweets or the weirdo first? Weirdo. First. All right, then let's do that now. Weirdo of the week! Weirdo! This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a look back at some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week whilst we're watching Doki Who uh, and take a look and celebrate some of them. So, Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? My weirdo is uh, Lawrence himself. You are your own weirdo. (laughs) No, not me. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Sally's... I guess boyfriend, her um, bow, her bow, and her and other half, indeed, and her Kathy's partner. brother. Yes, Nathan. They are together. Yeah. <laughs> her lover. Okay, all right. Come on now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> right. I'm not entirely certain what the living situation was. He was living with his sister. So it's his. Did we clear that it's his sister's place? Well, it's well, he, never established. It's their place, I guess. Okay, so let's let's just function on it's their place because that allows their roommates. Yeah, it allows for a fairness. I think there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's the weird thing. Okay, I'm saying if I lived with my sister in a relatively you don't have one. Was, no, I don't. But like, if I did and I had, <laughs> if you one lived with a, my sister, no, that, that that's not the same analogy. Okay, <laughs> just shut if up. I, let me say my if, fucking thing. If, if I lived with my sister, <laughs> all right, you won't want that analogy on this for what I'm about to say, but that's fine. Oh, no. Okay. Right. It's going to get weird. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to get weird. I think it got weird. Uh, if I if I had a sister and I lived with her, yeah, I would not just walk around naked, just air drying after a shower. I think that's okay, weird. Okay, all right. It, he's not just air drying after a shower. He got up to go for a piss in the middle of the night and is still half asleep. Right. I don't care how half asleep you are, right? You don't get up. You don't just go, yeah, middle of the day, sister's up, naked. I reckon but, that's appropriate. But it's not middle of the day and sister's up, though. Wait, all right, what's the it's time? It's middle then? of the... It's, like, it's half one in the morning. All right, fine. But he just—he still can hear people. He's still strutting about. I Just put some, put, put some fucking pants he on. He was in the bathroom when Sally arrived. Right. 
you don't. So, so the decision was already made. All right, all right, fine. If if I take that, then that's fine. He still then just like stops in the doorway to chat. He's half asleep. He doesn't stop to chat. He's half asleep. He doesn't know what's going on. I think he. I, I think he does. He's having a conversation. I don't have conversations half asleep. Without you knowing. Can, he doesn't know if he's wearing trousers. He's clearly half asleep. How out of it do you get after a sleep to the point where you could be having a full conversation with a stranger and okay. not realize you're naked? Four words is not a full conversation. Right. All right, but it's it's an interaction, is it not? Yeah, I've had interactions whilst I'm out of it and half asleep. Yeah, but... I'm saying, I'm saying, I have lived with family, and in the middle of the night, I will happily go to the bathroom completely naked. I think that's strange. I think that's weird. Why? Because why would you? It's so easy to just put on something, anything. But I'm I am, the worst thing is waking up in the middle of the night and having to put on clothes to go to the toilet. That, that's... (laughs) That is something I do not need in my life. Okay. I just want to go to the toilet and go to bed. It's going to be a quick in and out situation. Right, but you ha- but then you you're in a position it's where that is acceptable. Yeah, you're it's... in a position where that is acceptable to do so. And why is it not acceptable for Lawrence to do so? Cuz there's there's fucking there's company over and he lives with his there's, sister. No, there's not. There's not company over. He goes before Sally even arrives. Right. I he goes before Sally arrives and his sister's in bed and it's 1.30 in the morning. Right. I still think just make... All right. Just don't stop in the door frame then. Just walk past. Don't that's, get... That's more That's more acceptable. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. But Nathan wants to excuse his nudism. <laughs> his, his naked activities. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man... Wanting to go to the toilet in the middle of the night and not have to go through the issue of putting on pants. I right? I think that would be the case if the man lived by himself. If the man doesn't live by himself, I think some common courtesy, you don't need your sister seeing your knob. If I lived in a share house, which I used to, with yeah. like essentially strangers, different story. Okay. Then I'm getting dressed. I'm covering up. All yeah. right? I'm... Last year, I moved out of a shared house and moved back into my dad's house for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. My dad, my stepmom, uh, and my sister, we, we, I lived there for a few months. Um, and I would regularly, uh, in the middle of the night, get up and go to the toilet and just freeball it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been actively avoiding that phrase. I'm glad you were the one that said it. Look, all right. I'm not waking up and putting on, like, a whole fucking full-on outfit to walk three steps across the hallway. Okay, fine. All right, I'll take that. Especially when everyone else is asleep. All right, but then by your logic, right, the same applies that you would just have to be completely okay bearing witness to your dad, stepmom, or sister doing the exact same thing. You know what? Yes. And I have. (laughs) Fine, all right, fine. <laughs> then you can claim it, but Lawrence can't, all right? I think he's still weird. What? Okay. I think you're overreacting. I, I don't think so. If I you think... can't relax in your own home, where can you relax? 
I think there's. I think you can be relaxed whilst also not having your knob out. That that's where I'm at. I think that I can still <laughs> yeah. maintain a quite a relaxing lifestyle without you having to hundred... constantly need my cock out. <laughs> I'm not advocating <laughs> constantly to have your penis out. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when it's the we're spending way too long on this, but yeah. when it's the middle of the night, all right, and you need to go to the bathroom, you need to pay visits to the lavatory. Okay, yes. yeah, having to. To put on clothes is the absolute last thing you want to be doing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. So there you go. I still think so. It's why? That is... So why bother? Unless, unless that everyone is awake, you know you're gonna run into someone. Mm. Then sure, but if it's one thirty in the morning, yeah, sure, it's a roll of the dice, but it's a roll of the dice I'm gonna take because <laughs> more often than not, it's in my favor. So oh, fair. all right, fine, fine. Look, that's that is fine. If that's, if that's so your approach... now, your weirdo has officially been deemed invalid. Okay, so... I'm not picking another one. <laughs> you need another. One. All right, I'll, I'll, whoever you're choosing is my weirdo too. <laughs> I don't know you can't. This right, is who is I actually weirdo? did research into mine. Was... Okay, my weirdo for this week is Charlotte Mitchell. Okay, okay, okay. I think you know that you're going to need to tell me who the fuck that even is. Lawrence, who is Charlotte Mitchell? I okay. hear you ask. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. you do. <laughs> Charlotte Mitchell is the costume supervisor for this episode and possibly the whole of Series 3, but okay. specifically this episode because I watched the credits. Um, and I made sure to pick up on her name. Okay, yep. so she is in charge of costuming for this episode. Okay, yep. and I have chosen Charlotte as my weirdo for this week for the absolutely baffling and absurd decision to have Sally Sparrow and Lawrence, whatever his name is, in matching outfits. Only they have been inversed. Okay. All right. Sally is wearing a red jumper with a sleeveless blue jumper over it. <laughs> Lawrence is wearing a blue jumper with a red sleeveless hoodie over it. They're wearing the same thing but inversed, and it looks weird. I notice it every single time, and it's so bad. They look like twins. You know, like twins when their parents get them matching outfits, but a little bit different. Yeah, it's like that's what they're wearing. <laughs> okay, I can't even say I noticed it. <laughs> oh, I did. I every single time I watch this episode, I notice it. It sticks out like a sore thumb to me. I am tempted to go back and have a look now. What? So they're just the inverse of each other's outfits, basically. Yeah, like literally. So Sally is wearing uh, a red jumper uh, with a sleeveless blue jumper of it, like a sleeveless jumper vest. Yeah. And then Lawrence is wearing a blue jumper, but over it he's got a red sleeveless hoodie on. So Right. <laughs> that, that is strange. That is it weird. is. Yes. It's very strange. Well, no, so, it, maybe not straight. It feels lazy a bit. It it just seems odd. Like, wh- wh- why why put them in outfits that similar? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an answer. I cannot tell you the reasoning behind that whatsoever. Charlotte Mitchell, you do great work. You've 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 produced some lovely costumes for the show. I assume. Um, if she but... if she's the if she's the like lead on costumes for season three, she brought about your baby suit, your blue one. Exactly. There you go. 
And so tremendous work and we can never be topped. But well. I thought you were gonna say that her her bizarre choice was skipping the day where Lawrence had to come out of the the, <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> she didn't give him any clothes to wear, and then that has rendered him a weirdo in my eyes. Lawrence, we just spent 40 minutes talking about the fact that that's not weird. No, you did. I wasn't ever turned around on this. No, we agreed. Well, I'm not sure I did. I have no idea how long this episode is because I feel like at least 40 minutes has been cut, probably. It's, yeah, it's a confusing one. Uh, Yeah. It's definitely been all over the place. Yeah, and I feel like that's your fault. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Why not? (laughs) <laughs> do you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Tell me if we got any tweets, please, young we man. We did. Not only did we get tweets, we got an email as well. Ooh. Um, is that our first email? It is our first email, and our last, probably. Um, but let's do tweets first. Greg Cactusface, at G Cactusface on Twitter, says... Three groups of people are sent back in time during this episode. The Doctor and Martha, Kathy, and Billy Shipton. Billy is sent back to 1969, which is three years before Jackie Robinson dies. Coincidence? Question mark. Now, I had to look this up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Robinson uh, is a baseball player, okay? Okay. You may remember a few weeks ago, we got another tweet from Greg Cactus Face, <laughs> uh, which we didn't understand, and it turned out to be about some sports movie, I think. So I think it was Moneyball or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think Greg likes baseball. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest, Greg. We know nothing about baseball. <laughs> Okay. Greg, is... you're doing fantastic work, but this is entirely lost on us. <laughs> we are 100% not the... But keep it up. I love it. Yeah. But, like... I would like to see just how, like, yeah. fine of a tether you can create a link to baseball. <laughs> That's what but, I want to see. Uh, it, it seems like Greg is implying that, for some reason, Billy killed jackie robinson or something billy is somehow responsible for jackie robinson's death okay i don't know what that implies or what that assumes but hey there we go look Um, i think we can all agree that it was a tweet we received (laughs) (laughs) it was a great tweet that we received (laughs) um and then he followed that up with also this was a really good episode of tv not just doctor who so i would i would agree that's what i said earlier standalone it's it's you don't need you could show this to anyone and they have they don't have to have a working knowledge of Doctor Who to just be like, oh, that was a fun little short time travel story that I enjoyed. There you go. Wonderful stuff. Um, and then we have uh, Roaring Rose Agatha at our Rose Agatha on Twitter. Um, the weird guy who runs the video shop feels exactly like Bill Bailey in Spaced. Every time I watch it, I imagine him and the shaggy Scooby-Doo-looking transcriber guy doing this. And then he sent us a, uh, a YouTube link. Okay. Which I can't play in a podcast. What's he doing? Describe it for us and me. It's a, it's a, it's a video clip, and it's uh, Bill Bailey and Simon Pegg walking down the street and like doing a, a jaunty little walk <laughs> and uh, just having fun. And then Simon Pegg picks up a random lady... And then they all have a hug. <laughs> okay. And there we go. That video, I like how that this is such a, like a, 
that's something you always remember. But it's <laughs> the guy's in it for like what two scenes, and yeah. they're so I, I will, minor. I can see what he's saying though. Yeah. Like I can see Bill Bailey in that role. Is it just like an early thirties guy in a video store? Pretty sure Bill Bailey was in Doctor Who at one point. I feel like he has to have been. I'm almost certain Bill Bailey's been in it at some point. He's too famous and too eager for work to he's have not been it. No, not what's, eager what's for work, this? but like, well, I'm, no, not, no disrespect to Bill Bailey, but he's he'll be in a lot of stuff because he just likes to do the work. Because he's good. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not beefing him. I'm not saying he needs a payday. Fucking hell, he doesn't mm. need a payday. He's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's been in there at one point. Um, what did you ask? What did you say? Who's what, what's our email? I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I can't remember what I said. Um, our email is. Uh, this is from Sam Nixon. Ooh, um, first first email award. Thank first you, Sam email Nixon. award. Thank you, Sam. Um, I was going to read out his email address then, but I probably won't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like Twitter. You don't get the you don't get the followers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi guys, love the podcast. Confirming Sally's thoughts from last week. Yes, you're both a very handsome. Um, yes. remember that? Remember that fake tweet? <laughs> yes, the fake tweet from Sally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thought I could offer some thoughts on Blink. While I grant it's an excellent forty-five minute piece of television, I think it's one of the most overrated stories in the whole show. Nathan, uh, is te- this your pseudonym? Is this you? <laughs> no, it's not. No. The tension is great, and there's a couple of bright spot performances from Carrie Mulligan. Uh, but over the years, it has dulled on me. I also wouldn't show it as a person's first episode, as some people suggest. It doesn't have enough doctor or companion to be Docky Who. Cheers, fellas. Looking forward to the finale. Uh, thank All you, right. Sam. Um, yeah, I agree, really. That I, has I kind of summed up your something. thoughts in a nutshell, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Really? I, yeah, I, I agree that it should. It, it, the shine has definitely come off it uh, in getting older. Um, and just not having it kind of have the same effect as when it aired. And I, I also, yeah, I, I like I like this episode obviously more than Nathan and Sam clearly, but like it's it, it definitely is not the first episode of Doctor Who you should show to anyone. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I think the first episode of Doctor Who you should show to people is Rose. <laughs> to be honest, the first episode of the revival. I think it's an unearthly child. <laughs> is that the first ever classic? Yeah. <laughs> then why didn't we start this podcast then, Nathan, if you truly believe that? I don't know. I, I'm excited if we ever do cover the classic series and our weirdos are just going to be every week, this guy was sexist, this guy was sexist, this guy was racist. It's, I've told you that's not how it is. I'm yet to see it. I'm yet to believe that. Well, there we go. Well, that's what we're doing after uh, once we catch up. Maybe after li- torch with Sarah Jane though. Yeah, I liked a longer thought. I liked that email. Do p- yes. people send more emails in? Give us send some more emails. Yeah, you can send them to uh, stillgotlegspodcast at gmail dot com. Send more emails. We'd love some uh, some lovely thoughts on the episodes. Uh, potential breaking news, but probably not when this episode comes out. Um, potential air date for the sixtieth. Looks like it's gonna be. Saturday, 23rd of September. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. I read something wrong. Forget okay. about that. <laughs> Sorry. I, I read something very wrong there. Don't worry about it. Okay. Ignore that. Okay. 
Hot scoop over. <laughs> Hot scoop over. We won't be venturing into like the 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 scoopers <laughs> podcast industry yeah. anytime soon. No, that is a hundred percent done. Um, we gave yeah, it a decent do send, <laughs> Yeah, do send an email. We're um, going to start off the finale next week. The finale starts. The three part yeah, kick off boy. with the the three parter. I might listen to our old episode of um, another people. Don't don't draw people's attention to it. This <laughs> yeah. is not the week for that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Whatever that is, don't worry about it. <laughs> listen yeah. to the much better and higher higher production <laughs> value one next week. Well, I don't know about that. But... I, I, it I will no certainly be saying. longer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> It will certainly once once we've done all three, it will certainly be a longer. Um, so there we go. Um, but yes, if you have any thoughts, thoughts shut up. If you have any thoughts on Utopia, uh, tweet us at Still Got Legs Pod, or you can email them to us, like I just said, um, at Still Got Legs. Not at, it's an email. Um, still Got Legs Podcast at there's the app yep. gmail dot com. <laughs> so. And while you're there at you it, go. And now you're... I'm going to stay silent while Lawrence does the rest. Yeah, you've already done the Twitter, so I, I don't actually need to handle that this week. Um, but that's fantastic. So once you've finished doing that little tweet, you can mosey on over. Um, oh, I've immediately fucked it. You've thrown me <laughs> off so much. I don't I understand. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. You did the Twitter, and whilst I appreciate your help, you've now <laughs> fr- you fucked my game. It's because you usually say you can mosey on over to Twitter. I know. And I started saying that. That's the link. Like, That's the link What of was everything. I going to do? You can mosey on over to our rate and review section. They can do that. Uh, yeah, most podcasts, uh, your podcast platform of choice likely has a review feature. A nice little five-star wouldn't go amiss if you like the show. Push it out. And if not, just go to the one on Apple because that's the main one. Yeah, that's the one where it actually is like quite useful for us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one you can read a nice comment. Like, Spotify's fine, but it's just a number. Like, We like to little, read a little comment. Let us know if you're in. What Should I have a look if there is any? We'll have a look now. Yeah, go on. Read out a nice little review from someone. <laughs> if we have Let's, none, this is so if we have, If we have any... Uh, let's see what we have. If we have any that isn't me or you when we first started, it's just being like, nice show. Well, this might be a fake name. It might not. It might be someone's actual name, but okay. it also might be a fake one. Because this was one from Jeff Lemon. Um, <laughs> which says, a wonderful podcast about a 60-year-old show that goes on various bizarre tangents at the drop of a fez. A must listen for me every week. Thank you very much, Jeff. That's a that's a great little review. If indeed you are a real person, and if you are, you have a fucking amazing name. At the very least, I know that that isn't me using a fake name. <laughs> here's, here's one from Nathan Bauer, who says, <laughs> who says five stars. Great pod. Had a fun time with it. So you've actually you've really tried to convince people that you're a true reviewer as well. <laughs> and the title of that review is. I love Docky Who. <laughs> so if you want to be like Jeff Lemon and Nathan Bauer, go over to the um, review section on um, on Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. Uh, give us a five star review. And, <laughs> should, we, and... should we read a new reviewer every week? But if we don't have a new one, we just default to Jeff Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So. And pretend we've never heard it. 
Yeah, we'll do that. We will, we'll, we'll get bored of that very quickly. We will. But, we uh, often do get bored of segments. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our other show. We've never dropped a segment yet on this show. So. That is true. Oh, actually, funny you say that, Nathan. What is that show? Oh, that's called Another Happy Pod. Uh, it comes out every Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, the latest episode was all... It's our pop culture podcast where we talk about either a movie, TV show, video game, whatever's going on in that world. What was our latest episode? What did we do? Uh, it would have been... So when's this go out? This goes out uh, this coming Monday. Monday. So it would have been um, Hairspray. Was we just oh, yes, about. Hairspray. A lovely, fun, musical time for everyone. Uh, and then this week we are doing something else. Yeah, which I can't remember. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, not. Oh, I can up. actually. I got the schedule. Yeah, let me put it up. <laughs> oh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yes, yes, yes. The Tarantino epic. So give that a watch and give it a listen. Mm. And tune into Hairspray for some rogue Tarantino insults. We don't. We don't. Yes. <laughs> we give everyone yeah. a fair shot. <laughs> it's true. We do, we do. Um, if you have enjoyed also, this episode, okay. <laughs> little little upcoming tease for another happy pod in November, around about the time of Doctor Who's sixtieth uh, anniversary celebrations. We will be doing a special episode uh, on the uh, the BBC drama which came out uh, during the fiftieth anniversary. Is uh, an adventure in space and time. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of like a dramatization of the the creation and making of Doctor Who. It's a good fun time. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do that bit of cross promotion, yeah. synergy. <laughs> if branding. you see it on this feed, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever miss an episode, no, you it didn't. won't be on this feed. No, I know, but still, you never know. No, we're good. We're good. We haven't missed an episode yet. They've been late. Like, they've been very late, they've, but they've been. Actually, no, we've had a fairly decent track. They've never been more than a week late. They've never been more than, like, four days late. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So, like, our latest one was the one, like, last week or whatever. Yeah. But, like, the, we're, we're planning to never miss a week with this podcast. It's so, like, so hard. <laughs> it's going to be tough, but, like, Christmas, New Year's, it's it's there. Like, if, if Monday, if Christmas Day is a Monday... You'll get an episode that's still got legs. That's Rain or it shine, is. it will be there yeah. in your feed. Um, I mean, not always. Because look, it might be a, a day or two late, but like, look, it's, get off our yeah. fucking backs about it. It'll be there at some point in the week. All right, that's the point. Let me see if a, a Christmas day ever does fall on a release day. Um, and on our current schedule, I'm looking at another happy pod. Excuse me. Uh, yes, it does actually. Um, 25th of December 2023 this very year Lawrence uh, Christmas Day we have to look forward to the episode Forest of the Dead which is the second two-parter of the uh, the library episode with uh, River Song what a fun Christmas time for <laughs> exactly hey who turned out the lights <laughs> so Let's all look forward to that. Lights famous for going off in Christmas time. <laughs> exactly. That one with um, Elon Musk's ex-wife. I recently yes. found out. Yes. You didn't recently find out. I told you that. Like months yeah. ago. That's what I said. Recently found out from you. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make yeah. sure you weren't giving your outside credit to anyone else. No. <laughs> for letting you know that insight. Also, like, as, fun, as funny as that is, I also think she's... I, I don't know this. This might be scandalous. 
uh, to say. I also think she might be a terrible person as well. So I've, uh, I've heard she's a terrible person. Okay, that's, I mean, so. I mean, also she married a billionaire, so whatever, yeah. blah, 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 yeah, <laughs> whatever. She married a terrible person, so like, how great can she be? Really? Yeah, exactly. But if she can put up with that, then... Billy Piper also married a terrible person, and she seems lovely. That is true, yes. Yeah. Oh, so. f- isn't Lawrence Fox just the biggest fucking cretin? One of the absolute biggest fuckheads going, I've mate. never seen a more fragile man than that. I know. What an absolute fucking dickhead. Do you see him fail to burn, like, a pride flag or something in his garden one time? <laughs> yeah. He, like, tried to burn it, and it wouldn't burn, and he threw it on the ground and was like, you see? And everyone's like, yeah, we saw you fucking not even be able to light a fire in your garden, man. <laughs> We're the fucking candles like lighter as well. Like it was a it couldn't have oh. made the fire for you. You're still that fucking stupid. <laughs> what a dickhead. Moron. Anyway, um as Nathan said, if you have enjoyed this episode, then every single Monday, uh hopefully, uh, you should be getting one of these bad boys. Um to recap everything said, go to Twitter, give us a little follow at Still Got Legs Pod, that'd be fun. You also get a little post reminder when we post new episodes and when they are out and you can listen to them. Uh, be like Jeff Lemon give us a nice review that would be nice and appreciated and share this with your mates it's a new time for Doctor Who new uh, the dawn of a new era approaches so it'd be great to get some more people on board uh, and what better way to start than by re-watching the entire show <laughs> Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.